You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Hey, yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Been for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Because if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is J. Will. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Wrestle, flow, flow, what flow. What is yeah. up, everybody? This is Wrestling Reverb. I'm Josh. Kevin is here. Kevin, we've had a week in wrestling that's been actually quite positive, at least from in our minds. Stomping Grounds, Raw and SmackDown. It seems like we're on the up. How are you doing today? I'm doing superb. I've had a busy day, but I'm thankfully uh, thankfully done with all the busy work, and now I can get down to what I really love, which is wrestling reverb. And I cannot wait to get talking about what we have to say today. Oh yeah, we have got a big show planned, something different from us. But of course, before we get to um, said topic, Stomping Grounds was this past weekend. It was a really, really, really fun show. I can't say I'm super surprised that it was fun because I thought everyone was kind of sleeping on this show. But from top to bottom, it, it, it really was a good show. What do you think about Stomping Grounds just in complete general? Yeah, I, I liked it. There wasn't a whole lot for me to nitpick. Um, there was not a lot disappointed me. If I, and I think like the worst match was still a decent match. You know, yeah. like that, I think that that was the floor set was decent. And if that's the floor you set, that's a that's a pretty good place to be because the best matches were were fantastic. Yeah, I agree completely. I thought from everything, you know. I really thought it was a really good show. There was a few little hiccups, but that's whatever. The crowd was lively. That's something to really note is that the everyone was talking about how, you know, there wasn't many people and they sectioned off some things, but the crowd was alive. I don't care if there's 40 people there. If they're making noise, that's good by me. You could have, yeah, because you could have 50,000 50, people in there, and if they're not making noise, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, because the people who didn't show up, like the, the people who are missing from the crowd, are the ones that aren't loud. The one, they're the ones that aren't passionate. Yeah. So you have instead of a instead of like eighteen thousand people and half of them making noise, you have I don't know how many people were there, but you have a smaller crowd, but they're all making noise. It sounds just as loud, if not louder, as a capacity crowd. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we're not going to stick on stomping grounds for too long, but I do. It would be you know wrong of me. To not get your thoughts on the main event, um, I have mine, but you can go with yours, Kevin, because I know that a lot of people are very indifferent on just the whole, the whole sh- stuff, whatever, whatever you want to say that was the main event. The main event felt like something out of the Attitude Era. Honestly, you had the you had the mixing of men and women. You had the the blatant interference. You had. All sorts of things. It's something like you see Vince and Shane screw over Austin or, or some or mankind, and I loved it. I I loved every minute of it. I thought Lacey was a curveball to me. Like, I did not see that coming at all, but it made perfect sense in the storyline. Seth's not going to hit her with a chair, and she has beef with him because she just lost to his girlfriend. Oh yeah, did you know dating? WWE have fucking told us five hundred times. That I know. Fucking I'm a little, dating. If if they made it like subtle, I wouldn't mind because I knew I don't mind a good relationship angle, but they're but the fact that they're beating us over the head with it is a little much. But I don't really mind it, and I like the way they're playing it up as they're both champions. So you know they're both targets. It makes sense that way. It's not like one of them is that much above the other. They're both pretty equal. They're the top men and women in the company right now. Yeah, and did you know they're dating? They're dating. That's Seth's girlfriend. Uh, that's Seth's girlfriend and Becky's boyfriend. They're dating. Did you know they were dating? I, well, it's not like they've told me. They've really hid it underneath, and but they're dating. I think. I think it's safe to say they're dating. It's, some, it's something only people in the know know. I have no problem with it. Like, okay, relationship angles can go a little bit like little very quickly if it's not handled correctly. I think they're handling it correctly. 
aside from the fact that they're telling us every five minutes that they're dating. But it is being handled correctly. You, you, you are right. They are the top men and women in the company. If you just look from a title standpoint, they are too. Um, but I actually agree with you completely. Lacey was a curveball. I definitely didn't pick Lacey. But when she was kind of, you know, they made the announcement, I was like, well, yeah. Why wouldn't she be the referee? Yeah. From a kayfabe standpoint, you're right. Seth's not going to hit Lacey with a chair. Baron has got somebody that it, it is already really underneath Seth's skin by association. So why that made sense. And it was kind of like the perfect, you know, everyone was going on like, oh my God, like, you know, people always clamor for that kind of, you know, stuff that kind of, people love being shocked. And, you know, People love that, and people love, you know, the Attitude Era, and that was, you're right, like a very Attitude Era-esque type of booking. Um, it was a little off the, you know, off the center of the page. It was very heel-based with a face getting the ultimate, you know, ultimate comeuppance. So I, I really don't, um, I don't have any problem with it. It was cool. I don't, uh, winner-take-all is fine for Extreme Rules, um, you know, it is what it is. Mixed tag matches are very limited. Mixed tag yeah. matches are so limited in what you can and can't do. Um, but it is fine. Do you think that's going to be the main event of Extreme Rules? Because, I mean, I do, but I don't necessarily yes, think do. that it will be... You know, a tag match ending a show is is different for me. I, I don't it is. Know. It doesn't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't happen much, anyway. Um, you know, there's only been a handful of winner-take-all kind of matches that I can think of, but it's fine. The story is fine. I think it's just a little bit of stalling to get to SummerSlam, to be completely honest. Um, I think Seth and well, Becky yeah. get new opponents come SummerSlam because I don't think Lacey and Baron are winning this at all. But, you know, it's fine. It kind of gets a little bit of a push on them too as well because Lacey and Baron um, don't really hurt from losing I don't think they don't, they don't, they're no, huge. No. They're, they're getting a lot of the, um, they're getting a lot of shots in. Let me put it that way. But it was fun. I thought the whole show, I thought, what kind of, out of stomping grounds, what kind of stole the show for you? Uh, Ricochet Samoa Joe. I thought, I, and I'm not surprised by it. Uh, the United States Championship match. I picked Ricochet to win on the uh, stream of positivity that we ran on Brainbuster TV just uh, just hours before. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, go to twitch.com slash BBRTV. Take a look at that and all the other stuff we've been doing. Summer launch coming soon. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a really good match. I thought, you know, they both made each other look really good. Like, Samoa Joe sells pretty well for a big man. Yeah. And Ricochet makes Samoa Joe look like an absolute monster. And I'm not mad about Samoa Joe losing the belt. I figured he would because I thought maybe they had something better for him. And it looks like they do because at Extreme Rules, he's going to be taking on Kofi for the WWE Championship. So that's a, that's a step forward for him. Yeah, um, I like that match. That match was very good. Um, subtle plug for BBR TV. Last week, uh, I did a... Well, I kind of ran along with you, Kevin, and you know the Brain Buster team. It was my brainchild, I guess. My little bit that I can bring to Brain Buster Look, TV. It was your baby. It was. It was my baby. I did a stomping ground simulation on 2K19. We ran a kickoff show. We had full commentary. You know, we had people in the chat. It was really fun. I will be doing another one for Extreme Rules. Um, we'll have an announcement on that soon on who will be involved. But it was really fun. But when it comes to stomping grounds, um, I don't. I really did like the Ricochet and Samoa Joe match. But for me, what stole the show, which is going to probably surprise everybody here, including you, Kevin. Um, I actually think I know what it's going to be. Give it to me. I want to see. Are you going to say Brian and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery? 100% yes. I huh. uh, see. I liked it too. I really I thought I was a lot match. better than I thought. I loved that. I, I, and I think I, it was the, the whole I was shocked. I was so shocked that that match was as good as it was. The crowd was obviously hot for Brian. Um, but by the end... Although Brian was the hometown boy and they definitely wanted him to win, Heavy Machinery still, you know, kind of got a little bit of a kick in there. They still got somewhat of a positive reaction from the crowd, and that's hard to do when you're in someone's hometown, especially on the caliber of Daniel Bryan. Um, that match was really just... It, 
it was just fun. That's when I, I I've always said to you that I'm not the biggest like tag team wrestling fan. Like I like it and I love it when it's done really, really well. But that was a really fun tag match to me. That that to me I know when it's it's really good is when I'm like, oh my god, I really, really love this match. Um but yeah, that was really fun. Um again, I would be silly not to mention how great Daniel Bryan really is right now. Brian is firing on all cylinders, promo, in-ring. I, I just feel like sometimes I forget how good Daniel Bryan actually is. Um, Daniel Bryan is is one of the best that I've ever seen. And just, oh, yeah. my God, I just sometimes I genuinely forget. I think it was just because of the timeout. And really until his WWE title run, he wasn't really doing a heap. Really, he was... He, he, I feel like he hadn't found his groove back in the ring, or at least his groove back with the fans so much. And then when he turned and, and got the title and now into this kind of tag team title run, really, really fun. I I, I like to see where um, Brian and Rowan... Also, Brian and Rowan are a really fun team. They work really, really well together. They've, oh, it's a good clash of styles. Y- yeah, because you have the big guy, the little guy, the really incredible worker and then you know the big heavy muscle of the two um i'm excited to see where they go with heavy machinery whether they involve new day and stuff like that who knows but yeah the, really the, uh, the tag division on smackdown is looking a lot better than it has in recent weeks because you have you have the new day lurking you have heavy machinery looks like they're in line again for another they should be in line again ko and Sami Zayn are also nipping at the heels right there. They're taking a lot of losses, but they picked up a big win at Stomping Grounds in another really good match. Yeah, a really good match. So there's three or four teams vying for those SmackDown tag titles, and they're all good. Yeah, um, really, really fun stuff. Listen, I, I, I've said this many times. Uh, you agree with me. The brand split is pretty much over at this point. It's, it's, yeah, they're not, it's, they're not, it's done. Which is fine. I, we've said from the start that if you want to just end it, just end it. It's fine. We'd prefer a brand split, but hey, if you're going to end it, let's let's go full force and let's just have people go for whatever. But um, I did want to bring up Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Bailey. Their match at Stopping Grounds was fine. I probably expected a little bit more. I'd pretty safe to say that you probably did as well, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was still fine. It was. It wasn't bad at all. It got to, it got the story where it needs to go, but I put this on Twitter yesterday. Um, you probably I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I think Bliss wins the title from Bailey at at Extreme Rules, and we have Nikki and Bliss for the title at SummerSlam. I think Nikki's going to turn on um, Bliss. I think Bliss is going to push her buttons too much, and Nikki's just going to go nuts. Um, this has low key been a really fantastic build for Nikki for Bliss. It's a different kind of story. It's People always clamor for, especially with the women, because everyone says that the women don't get enough like story behind the title matches. This is like a story. And I think Nikki's going to help Bliss gain the championship at Extreme Rules. And I really do think we're going to have Bliss and Nikki at SummerSlam. I know that's a little bit of a stab in the dark, but I don't know if this Bailey title run has worked as well as everyone thought it would. Or at least as well as I thought it would. I, I don't know. She seems to be kind of the outskirts of everything else. Is that mean to say? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a great first. You had to look at that first defense to really set the tone for a title reign. And it wasn't a great first defense, frankly. Uh, I think it's still too early to tell with Bailey, And I'd, I'd like to see her have a long title reign. But it, it, I, I say this a lot on the show. But the, 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 the dynamics of it all. Ugh, I was... Tripping over my words there. The uh, dynamics of it all, Bailey's a face. They're, they're not built for long title reigns unless, like, your name is John Cena. So mm-hmm. I don't see her holding the title much longer either. I don't know about Extreme Rules, and I don't know about Bliss, but I don't, I don't know if she's long for that title. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, it, nonetheless, I'm enjoying the storyline that's kind of going on with with these three, I, I actually really think it's a really cool story. And I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. But, you know, Raw and SmackDown happened this week. I feel like we've had better shows from the WWE in the last, you know, two or three weeks. The last 
three roars I've actually really enjoyed. And Stomping Grounds is... We, listen, there's not a problem with WWE pay-per-views for the most part, I don't think. Pay-per-views are delivering. It's the weekly shows that are that need some help. But the last few have been really, really, really fun. And that's, that's a good thing. Um, uh, before we move on to our topic... You probably noticed this. Well, two things. Firstly, how fun is the 24-7 championship really becoming? Like, it's really kind of outgrowing my expectations. Like, all those title changes. I want that. I want silliness. We've had weddings, and um, Drake Maverick has been just a wonderful addition to all of this, and R-Truth is just amazing with Mella, and you had EC3 and, and Cedric Alexander win it. Really fun from the 24-7 championship. So first and foremost, I know you'd be enjoying that, but is it kind of blowing you out of the water as well? I, I Honestly, I did miss Raw this week, so I didn't ah. catch that uh, hot potato segment. I mean, I know I knew what happened, obviously. Monday was my birthday, for those listening, and I had a few beverages to celebrate. <laughs> so I was not thing, watching though. Raw. I watched SmackDown, and... That that line, our truth drops. I love this title more than you love your wife. <laughs> I was dying, and Drake Maverick is so good. That, Drake Maverick's promo right before that, where he talks basically like, "Truth, you ruined my life." Yeah, I feel for him. I feel bad oh, for me him. Too. I almost so won Mella. <laughs> title, but uh, it was it was amazing. It was so good. It was okay. really so so good. Oh man, it was it was so fun. And the only other thing that I have to mention, it kind of ties in with the 24-7 stuff because it was involved in some way and some other backstage segments, is of course, we had a few little appearances from Abby yeah. the Witch and Ramblin' Rabbit. Uh, you obviously noticed that. It was all over the internet. But, uh, man, people always clamor about how WWE is not creative with some things. They are doing some different shit right now. And that's cool. Like, what a cool little way. Like, not everybody has to notice that. Not everybody will notice that. I mean, I didn't notice it until people pointed it out to me. And I, until yeah, I I'm, glad, on the I'm glad we have those people that catch those things. Because I, I didn't catch the rabbit on SmackDown until nope. I saw it on Twitter. And I obviously saw the things from Raw on Twitter as well. Yeah. Uh, this is what we needed. We needed WWE to think outside the box and try yeah. different things. And between the 24-7 title, the Wyatt stuff... Uh, Nikki, the Nikki Cross angle, while it's not my favorite, is definitely different, and it all seems to be working. Yeah, I feel like WWE. Uh, we've been saying for so long, just between you and me, uh, as well as everybody, but we want this to be great, and we're so open to being to being amazing, and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and going. It will get better. Maybe we're on the cusp of this getting really good again, heading into SummerSlam and. And beyond, I think we might be. I think. I, I, I 100% agree. I think we could be on the cusp of something great. Yeah. Everything just seems to be clicking. And, and with WWE, I've noticed the pattern with their kind of creative stuff is when they find something good, it's kind of a domino effect. Everything becomes good. At least with my experience watching wrestling, I've noticed that when something's really great, everything seems to kind of follow. Which is Especially when it's cohesive, which is which is what we're yeah. sort of sliding back into now, yeah. that cohesion. Uh, everything flows into one another really well. Stories are overlapping and interlocking, and I think it's really great. Yeah, there's obviously benefits of not having a brand split. is because you can kind of run everything on all the shows. Um, you can use talent freely. You can have a lot more fresh matchups. There is benefits of not having a brand split. Don't get me wrong. Um, and you... Yeah. And you don't have to devalue one of the shows either by not having a brand split. Like last time they combined the brands, SmackDown became like the definitive B show. That doesn't have to happen. And it can't. You could run fresh segments on on SmackDown and not be a repeat show without yeah. you know but while having the same talent pool. You could yeah. just tell you just put different people on different shows. You could still do that without having a like a quote-unquote brand split and you can keep both shows relevant and important because that's what they need to do especially with smackdown moving to box <laughs> yeah they can't be uh they can't be singling out a show here they've got to make both great and the the beauty of you know wwe is that while smackdown is going to fox it does have to be a very big focal point of their attention they're not gonna you know make raw the the B show because it is their flagship. No matter what 
network SmackDown's on, Raw's still their bread and butter. So, I mean, they're not going to make Raw the B-show or SmackDown the B-show being on, on Fox. They have to step up their game, and that's what they're doing. That is what they're doing. I love seeing it. I love being interested. I love being involved and, and wanting to see where things play out. It's the first time in a couple of months that my brain's actually going into overdrive and actually going, where can this go and where can this go? And, oh, I want to see this. Like, I'm actually excited to, to watch everything and, and not be hopeful. I'm actually, I'm actually excited, which is great. Hey, everybody. Big Paul's on a pup JPQ from No Particular Angle. And this is the Wrestling Reverb on Brain Buster Radio. And I'm speaking of excited. We do have a big plan for today's show. Um, I went through so many different ideas on on what I wanted to involve this specific thing that I'm, I'm going to mention in a minute. And I was just racking my brain. And finally, yesterday, I just messaged Kevin on Twitter. And I was like, hey, want to do this? And of course, you were all for it. You're always down like a clown. But I wanted wow. to... Uh, listen, I've... Uh, hey, calm down. Um, I wanted to talk about Evolution. Last year, WWE Evolution happened, and I think it was hands down the best pay-per-view WWE have put on. I mean, in recent memory. I thought that show was fantastic. Everything was just... Everything just fell into place really nicely. It was... One of my favorite shows, maybe, that I've ever watched, really. But we won't get into that. But first and foremost, we weren't... Pod- well, I was podcasting, but we didn't know each other when Evolution was, was happening and taking place. I mean, I'm pretty no, sure I know... Uh, yeah, we were. Um, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say, but how do you feel about Evolution then and kind of now? I enjoyed it very thoroughly. Um that the Becky Charlotte match was the best uh, women's match I've ever seen, or at least one A and one B with uh, Sasha Bailey. But yeah, I mean it's a great. But match. not just that, the main event delivered uh, Rousey and Nikki Bella, which a lot of people gave a lot of crap about, mm-hmm. and it was a good match. The battle yeah. royal was fun, uh, even though I think the wrong person won. I think it should have been Ember Moon, but I'm not salty. She had a good battle royal. It was a fantastic battle royal. Me included, we're not really sweet on the idea of that battle royal, but if you're going to do a battle royal, that should be the fucking template because that was real good. Oh, yeah, and you had had cool face-offs between the legends and the the, the current stars. You had, you know, Trish and Lita teaming off to take on, what, Bliss and Fox, or James and Fox. With Bliss at ringside. A lot of good... A lot of good stuff. A six man, a six woman tag that was like off the charts good. Yeah, that no <laughs> that one blew expected. me out of the water. That match, like if they had the freedom to do things that they don't normally have on pay per views, yep. and I loved it. It was. Then you had the NXT, yeah, the NXT women's title match, which was good. The uh, the only thing that really disappointed me, and it wasn't that it was bad, it wasn't, it just wasn't as good as I thought it could be was Storm and Shirai for yeah. the uh, Young Classic final. I thought that was going to steal the show. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the match of the night. It was still fine. I watched Evolution many times over, and that match is still really good. It just, out of everything, I think it just kind of got... It, hey, something has to get lost on that card, and that was just a match that kind of just... It wasn't bad. It was just good. It was just a good It was a little short, in my opinion. I think it yeah. could have went longer and been better, but... I think they made the right choice in who won, and that's really all that matters in the end. Uh, yeah. Tony Storm, one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. So is Io Shirai, but it was Storm's moment. It just made sense. Yeah, Storm was a great choice to win. It was a great pay-per-view. Um, you're right about Ronda and Nikki. It did deliver. I've, You've seen I've had some uh, – a bit of a it's- interesting experience when I – at all praise Nikki Bella, or the Bellas in general, I had a lot of people coming at me as a person because I like Nikki Bella, or I like the Bella Twins. And it wasn't even about a personal preference on the Bellas. I put out a tweet last week. Um, it basically was just saying how I want Nikki to be healthy. She has a cyst on her brain. She has more neck issues. And my God, did that kind of just... I didn't tag anybody. I didn't... 
I didn't even expect it to be anything, and I'm you probably read some through it at some stage, uh, Kevin, but I yeah. got attacked for that. It was not cool. It did not make me feel nice at all. You know what, Josh? In times like this, I turn to my good friend, New Japan superstar, Bad Luck Fale. Just say fuck him. Yeah, honestly. It really got to me, though. Like, I've never had that kind of, like, actual, like, people attacking me as a person because of my opinion. And there was a lot of people in there defending and saying, shut the fuck up. And I was very much for that at the start. I had to mute the tweet because people were just going at me and at other people. And I was like, literally, like, the actual... The act, this is what I. This is the bad side of the internet, and the, well, the bad side of social media is that no one was actually reading the context of that tweet at all. They just seen nah. the name Bella, Bella, and red flags. They were like, "Fuck those girls. They fucking suck. You fucking suck. You're not a wrestling fan." I'm like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "What you're, the fuck?" You're telling me that people saw a tweet, didn't read it latched onto the one thing that they noticed and made an uninformed, stupid comment about it? Ah. You're telling me that happened? Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Color me, color me shocked. People, I don't get them. But nonetheless, I still stand by what I said, and I still think that the Bella oh. Twins are not only... I'm going to say it right now, and what the fuck ever people want to say. Bella Twins are not only Hall of Fame worthy, they did change the perception of women going into that give divas a chance. They're a very big part of the evolution of women. They are, and I don't care what anyone says to me. They very much are. No one evolved more than the Bellas. Like when you talk about evolution, you have two sides of the bridge, right? You have the divas era and you have the women's era with, and you have superstars like Sasha, Bailey, the four horsewomen, that definitely are part of the evolution, but they were the finished. They were, in my opinion, the finished product. The evolution started with four women. It started with AJ Lee, Paige, and the Bella Twins. That's my opinion. They were the bridge between the Divas era and the Women's era, in my opinion. I'll probably get some heat for that. Oh yeah, but don't worry. That's You'll fine. You'll be terrible. You're not a wrestling fan. You're a terrible person. Um, you know, yeah, normal I am. Stuff. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, Internet. <laughs> um, but yeah. I just was like, some people, whatever. Um, but anyway, Evolution was a great show. And, you know, there's been a lot of rumbling around. You've probably seen it as well, Kevin, is that um, a lot of people are clamoring for an Evolution too. I always thought that we would get another one, but it doesn't seem that way, at least this year. Um, so before we actually get in what we're going to do today... When I say Evolution 2, does that ring a bell for you? Is that something you want to see? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, thought, I, I mean, do as well. When you have such a great pay-per-view, the, the, the next thing you want to do is follow it up, right? And I, 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 the only argument against it that I could think people would have, and it's not one that I have, but I could, I could see people saying this, is that it maybe it devalues the, the, the idea of it. Yeah. But it doesn't. Because it's just a regular pay-per-view with only with only women. It's not like this big, crazy thing. It should be the norm, honestly. There should be more of these. Yeah. There should be there should be tons of these, and there are outside of WWE. There are promotions like Eve and uh, Stardom, Shimmer that run all women's shows and all women's yeah. pay-per-views. It should be the norm. It really should be. There should be more of it. But nonetheless, what we're going to do today is is. Say they were going to do an Evolution 2. Say we were going to have a follow-up. And there was no restrictions. You could pick anybody. Me and Kevin are going to put together an Evolution 2 card. Eight matches, four from each of us. We're going to try to decide what would open, what would close. And we're going to try and really make our version of the perfect Evolution card. Um, Kevin, I'll let you go first. What's your first match that you have in the works we'll build up to your main event nonetheless but what's your first okay match? build up to the main event yeah yeah I'll, i just want, I want to want to clarify how we're doing this yeah, build up to the build main event the main, the main event will say last okay so right off the bat i sort of cheated oh. i 
I took this as a hypothetical. Say, say Evolution 2 happens like three, four years down the line. Okay. There could be new superstars in the WWE. So my, my, my opener, match that'll, match that'll be great, get the crowd hot, Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard. Ooh. In the ultimate battle of the birthright. Who Ooh. could carry their father's name better? To the arguably, possibly, my opinion, the two best women's wrestlers on the planet. Okay. I like that. Certainly not something I was thinking of. For my opener, Kev, actually, Charlotte Flair and Tessa Blanchard, is that an opener, though? Because that could main event any show, in my opinion. I know, but I already have a main event in mind. Oh, well, you know what? My main event also... My main event also includes another person, so like this would be an opener if I didn't use my main event, or this could be a main event if I didn't have my other main event. Okay, that's fine. But there's an over- there's an overlap. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to overlap. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. Charlotte Flair, Tessa Blanchard. Well, my opener, I think of something that needs to get the crowd hot, get the crowd going. So I've booked a women's tag team match. We've got a fatal four way tag team match. The Iconics defending the Women's Tag Team Championships against the Bella Twins, Cool, and Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Ooh, okay. Hot crowd, you know, hot open, fast action. You have some of the best women's tag teams that we've we've seen in the in the industry, and just an all out fun match. That would be my first. Alright, I like that. I actually I have, I have similar shit on here too. It's fine, it's fine. Um, and I'm probably gonna use at least one of them because it doesn't overlap with yours. Really, really, it doesn't. Um, it, I mean, it kind of does, but I don't care. <laughs> I would definitely include it on my card. Um, there was one tag team. I'll just go right into it. Then. Yeah, go for it. Uh, there was one tag team that you didn't include in there that I think would be a good fit for this type of match the women's tag titles on the line iconics defending against trish and lita i mean that's good but to me trish and lita are on a team they're just friends but they're they're so synonymous with one another like they they feel like a team no that's fair i get that i get that that'd be a fun that, match it's like good. generations meeting yeah same yeah. thing with like lay cool or I mean, they were a team, but, you know, they're generational, too. The yeah, Demons of Doom is generational. Yeah, I get that. That'd be fun. Trish and Lita and the Iconics. That'd be a, a fun tag match. Um, for me, my second one is you got to allude to the past, I think. So for my second match, I would go Mickey James, Trish Stratus one more time. Nice. Yeah. That would just be no. that kind of a self explains it kind of, you know, deal. Trish and Mickey had a lot of history. Let's relive it kind of one more time. Their last kind of deals. Maybe it could be kind of their last match for both of them. Who knows? But that would be really, really fun to revisit because obviously there's something there. You heard at the Rumble last year and Evolution last year, there was a big reaction for those two, you know, going at it. Oh, absolutely. They're they're two stars, and they've had such a storied history together. You always clamor for that one last match, whether it be you know men or women. There's always that one last match chant, and this is one that this is a few that's deserving of one last match. Yeah, I think that would be uh quite quite the time. Um, what do you have for your third one? What did I already say? Uh, okay, said so that one. Said that one. Okay, this is one that um, I'd like personally to see because I think their styles. I think they work a similar. They worked a similar style back in the day. It's past versus present. It's Ember Moon versus Lita. Oh, I like it because like Lita was known back in the day for the high flying, the moonsault, the you know the attitude. I think Ember Moon mirrors that in a lot of ways. She could fly. She's got that attitude about her. Um, we haven't gotten to see it as of late, but we saw it in NXT, and I think that the two of them would put on a money match. Didn't you already put later in the tag title match? All right, then change that one to Iconics <laughs> versus Lake Cool because I have that one written down too. Okay, all right, all right. So Ember Moon later, Lake Laconics. 
God. <laughs> I just called them the Laconics. I mean, if you're going to form them into a faction, let's call them Laconics. But Lacool and I honestly could be. And then Charlotte and Tessa. That's a good three. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I actually did have past and present for my next one as well. Um, actually, wait. Oh, you changing? Come on, change it. Do it. Can I, I actually have to knock, because I, I include Charlotte in my main event. So I'm going to knock that match out. Okay. And I'm going to throw in a match that easily could main event the show, but I feel like right now it wouldn't. Ronda Rousey versus Asuka. That's a match that we never seen. That we I know it's a match that we could see, see well, but I don't think we will ever see because I'm not sure about Ronda Rousey's status. And Oscar's been sort of not downgraded, but she's doing other things right now. She's focused on the tag team scene. Yeah, but I, I think that's a match that everyone would like to see. Yeah, I think that'd be really, really fun. That that would be really fun. Very hard hitting. I don't think they'd be afraid to hit each other at all. Um, but yeah, okay, you got a good little card. I like it. Um, for my third match. We're going a triple threat match. It is Asuka, Kairi Sane, Gail yeah. Kim. Oh, yeah, you okay. Thought I was going to say Eo, but I did not say Eo. I want Gail in there. A little past and present kind of deal. Got a lot of very similar, unique styles. A lot of uh, opinionated kind of people in there with Gail Kim and stuff like that. Um, a clash of kind of. That kind of generation kind of deal. I like that idea of of those three. Yeah, it ain't bad. I mean, I like it. Gail Kim definitely threw me for a loop, but I like that. You're thinking outside the box. Yeah, something different. I don't think... A lot of people, it's easy to say Oscar Kari Eo, But is not someone that I think is quite on that there yet. She will get there, but not yet. I think really? Gail is someone that's just... Would be perfect in that kind of, you know... They could weave it all together, and I think it would be a really fun uh, triple threat match. It could be. Unfortunately, Gail hates the WWE, it seems. So. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't She doesn't love it. <laughs> no. So, this is why we're doing dream matches, folks. Yeah. In our dreams, they're happening. What about for your right. main? My main event? I think it's kind of obvious. Um... For the for a unified women's championship, combining the belts, Bailey versus Banks versus Charlotte versus Becky. Yeah, I fatal four way. Combine the belts, make it one big belt. Have the greatest women's match you could have, that I've ever seen, and just go for it. The match has happened, but it was an NXT. Yeah, it has. Um, I obviously, obviously put that down on my list. Don't worry. Um, but I mean, nonetheless, it would be a fantastic match because they've evolved so much since oh, NXT. They're such different competitors now. They're all different. All of them. There's no one really the same, um, and that's a good thing. I think that would be really, 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 really fun. It obviously would be very fast-paced, very good. Um, they would have the a lot of time to tell their story, and it would just be the it would be kind of the ultimate match, if you will. Um, but to counteract that, I will go with the other obvious choice, and it is of course four horsewomen versus four yep. horsewomen. Yeah, um, that's my, that was my other choice as well. It's it is a main event. In any capacity, I think it is. Do I think it would be the greatest match ever? No. But sometimes hype and just just build behind something can outlive the actual wrestling that goes on in the match. Imagine the crowd in that match. You had some kind of elimination stip, or you could just have it four on four. You know, it really would be, nonetheless, it would be really fun. And I just think it is a match that would be... In all, in like, if we were actually booking WWE and all the pieces were there, it'd be silly not to do that match. Really, there's a lot of money in it, regardless yeah, of what your opinion is on the. It's actual a match, match that has to happen, whether it be at Evolution, Survivor Series, or anywhere. It's a match that has to happen. Yeah, it really, it really, you know, I really hope all the puzzle pieces can fall into place for that. But to book an Evolution, I think you know a lot of people. I think the um, idea of Evolution 2 and the, 
I don't read it. I don't believe everything I read, but a lot of it was they can't sell it without Ronda Rousey, which I think is a big joke to me. But hey, this is the kind of match that could sell that pay-per-view. Four on four, four horsemen, four horsewomen. There could be a lot of outside appeal on that match, but I think that would be fun. Really, really fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though. Like, putting together a an evolution card is not easy because of the stakes that the first one had. The first one was so great, really. It really was just really good. Do you think that an Evolution 2 could exceed the first one, or is the first one just too special? I think I think it's going to be tough to top the first one. It, is, it holds so much gravity, so much weight. It was the first of its kind. And it's not, I'm not saying that that makes it unbeatable, because sequels, there are a lot of sequels that top, uh, that top the originals. Look at Toy Story 3. But oh, I mean, Toy Story three, Toy Story two, that's a great movie. But no, they're all. Yeah. Let's just let's just agree that they're all. I'm great. watching Toy Story four, so th- we're airing this on Friday. Of course, you're hearing this on Friday on Brainbuster Radio. I will be watching Toy Story three pretty much as this is posted tomorrow. So um, Toy Story three. I, I mean four, three, four. I'm going to the uh, the theater, the cinema, the movies, whatever you want to call it. Um, I am going to watch Toy Story 4 tomorrow, and I could not be more fucking excited, to be completely I heard it was. Fanta- I heard it was fantastic. I hear it's sad. That's all I know about it, is that people are like, ah. you're going to fucking cry. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm going with my brother and his girlfriend, and she's bringing some tissues. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, I think, I think the last time I cried during a movie was Toy Story 3. My God, when that they go into the like The, the incinerator? Oh, I thought I was like, yeah, this is the that, end. This is it. This is how it's going to end. I was gone. I was like, see ya. That spoke. That that, that hurt me. I and then, and then the cried more when he, at the, the toys end. get left with the girl. Yeah. I was like, no, Andy, don't get, no, you can't do this. You Andy. can't grow up, Andy. What the hell, Andy? Like, oh, God, man. What a... Pixar movies, dude. They just get me. They really do. Uh, we, could do we could do a whole another hour. We could do like a whole hour on Pixar movies. The amount of times Last... I cried. In Pixar movie. Last Wally March, um, last March it was the March in college basketball is the biggest month of the year if you're a college basketball fan. So everyone everyone fills out their brackets for this huge 64 team basketball tournament, right? Yeah. You might you might be aware of it. You might not. I'm aware. Yeah. Okay. So that's a big thing in March, and then always in March around that same time. People, people make brackets of other things. It's it's a bracket month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw one that was a bracket of Disney movies, and Pixar was its own category, and I thought it was like the hardest thing in the world. Oh, well, to I know choose what I'm... Two well, movies. I, I, know, I know. I have mine in my head what won, but it was so hard to get there. I, I couldn't always justify movies beating movies. Oh, my God. That... I mean, Toy Story 2 is the number one, so let's not go there. I see. I got Toy Story 3 as number one. Oh, no. Toy Story... Th- I, it's like Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 3 in Toy Story Land. And then I don't yeah, know where... Yeah, that's four. how I rate the high school musical movies. 2, 1, 3. No! 3, 2... No, 3, 1, 2. 3, 1, 2. No! Yes! My God, 2 oh. is easily the worst one out of the 3. They're not all great. Not a chance. Not a chance now. Oh my god, what, like, no. Pass Two is the three. best one. Oh, well, I mean, no, no. I mean, here's a question for you. If you really want to get into this right now, what's the best non-Toy Story Pixar movie? Because I'm sure we'll fucking argue on that as well. The best non-Toy Story movie? Because I, I do rate the Toy Story movies very high. Yeah, so do I. So out of all of the Pixar movies that aren't Toy Story movies, what is your favorite? Monsters Inc. Mm, okay, I can accept that, but I would say Nemo. Finding Nemo is Nemo. Yeah, Nemo or or Bugs Life. I love. Oh, Bugs, Bugs Life. Life is so underrated. Bug, actually, no, I changed my answer. Bugs Life. It's Bugs a good Life one. It's fantastic. All Pixar movies. Well, not all Pixar movies are fantastic. I won't say all of them are, but for the most part, I hate. I like. I hate. Hate the Incredibles. 
Don't even get me started. Really? I hate The Incredibles so much. What? Oh, my God, Kevin. I hate The Incredibles so much. It's so bad. I hate it. I I don't like, and I really don't like Ratatouille. I'm not a big Ratatouille guy. I never saw Ratatouille. I wouldn't waste your time. Um, I'm more of a, like, Nemo, Monsters, Inc., Bugs Life, Wally's great. Up is fantastic. Cars. Cars is great. Not the sequels. But Cars is As great. I said, the sequels to Cars suck. Yeah, they're not good. But Cars, like the original, like the first Cars. That's yeah, I wasn't crazy about the original Cars either. Really? I guess that's my Incredibles. Lightning McQueen's fantastic. Um, But yeah, Pixar movies are... I, listen, I don't even care that we're not talking about wrestling right now. I'm in the zone of Pixar movies, and this is topical right now. But... Yeah. I mean... What else? Uh, what else want to argue about? We got some time. I don't give a fuck. We can argue all we want. Um, what other Pixar movies are great? I think we listed most of them, didn't we? You know, I think the you know, Monsters University was good. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Monsters Inc. is so much better than Monsters University. Oh my goodness. Oh, I. Um, uh, I don't even know if there are other ones. <laughs> we've missed some, I, I, like Tangled and shit. Is that a? Is that? Tangled. I think that's a regular Disney movie. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Disney in general oh. is just fantastic. Disney yeah. movies are like part of my childhood. We've talked about Disney shows and, and Nickelodeon shows and that, but Disney movies are just like, man, they're real good. Just, oh, I'm not a big are. movie guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big movie buff. Like, I don't, I find it hard to sit down and watch a movie. Like, it has to be there really good. There are a lot good. of movies that I haven't seen that make people upset. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of stuff that people are like, what the fuck? I've never watched any Avengers movie, ever. Oh, wow. I've never watched I, any I'm not like, crazy on the Avengers, but like, they're almost impossible not to see. They're on TV now all the time. Who watches TV you- these days? Hey. I mean, I watch TV for wrestling, and other than that, I'm on Netflix, or I'm on some kind of I streaming watch service. Netflix. That's it. Like, wrestling's the only reason I still have, like, cable. I mean, that's the only thing I watch on it. <laughs> I mean, I use ESPN, ESPN too. Oh yeah, you watch a lot of sport, so I get that. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch a lot of sport um, because, like, AFL, Australian Rules Football, Australian Football Federation, whatever league, whatever the fuck it's called, um, is on free to air TV. So I don't need cable uh-huh. to watch. Um, footy but i don't watch a lot of footy but i've gotten into it in the last couple of years i feel so like look at me watching sport but anyway um what were we talking about oh yeah movies that i haven't seen like people going i've never seen avengers um i've seen all the star wars because i love star wars you're a star wars guy aren't you oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. start are you excited for the new star wars later in the year Oh, yeah. I'm just excited to see where it goes. A lot of people weren't keen on The Last Jedi. I was. I, I absolutely love The Last I, I rate The Last Jedi like second or third on my favorite Star Wars movies. Oh, damn. I, I really... Well, I love The Phantom Menace, which people hate me for. Um, yeah, that's a weird one. I but if it's the, the first one you've seen, then I get it. It is. It's the first one i ever seen. It has a lot of, like, sentimental value. But I just think it's really good. Apart from Jar Jar, that movie's good. Oh my god, Qui-Gon Jinn is my favorite Star Wars character ever. Oh, I'm a big Qui-Gon guy. Oh, big Qui- he's dead. Like, big in the first Hulk movie, guys. I'm like, what the fuck? Why you died in The Phantom Menace? What the hell? I definitely like the first movie and the third movie. It was just Attack of the Clones. I mean, oh, I like Attack, Attack of Star Wars. I don't, Star Wars. I don't love Attack. I love all Star Wars movies, but if I have to pick, like, what? Attack of the Clones is probably my least favorite. I really didn't yeah. like Attack of the Clones at all. <laughs> and I've been in love with the new trilogy and with I I never saw Solo. Oh, I did. That movie's real fucking good cuz I was like I didn't watch that. That's the only one of the new lot that I haven't watched in the cinemas. And um I watched it, you know, when I I think I bought it, I, to be honest with you. And I watched it. I'm like this movie's really fucking good. You should watch it. It's real good. I'm going to have to see it. Like yeah. I loved episode I liked episode 7. I loved episode 8. I absolutely positively adored Rogue One. Oh, me too. I thought Rogue One was probably better than The Force Awakens. Oh, I oh, I, I think it was better by like a decent margin. It was such a really good story, and like the last five minutes or so is just off the charts. 
Yeah, man, those movies are good. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not a huge movie buff. I, I'm really not. I have to watch something like I I like. If you ever watched the movie The Heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy? I've never seen it. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good movie. The Blinds. I love Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock Blindside's movies for me. Blindside is fantastic. I used to always watch Sandra Bullock movies with my mum when I was a kid. Like Miss Congeniality. What a dang movie. Oh yeah. my god. What a movie. <laughs> what a, uh, it's a total I'll tell you right flick. after that. Go ahead you say. It's a total chick flick, but it's fantastic. Oh uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with a good chick flick. Nah, I love yeah. a good chick flick. Um, I'll tell you right now, three of those Pixar movies we listed, Up, Wally, and, oh, what the hell was the other one? There's another one there on that list that I haven't seen. Ratatouille? Well, I haven't seen Ratatouille either, but I feel like there's another one I haven't seen. I, haven't I didn't seen see like Finding the... Dory, if that counts, but. Oh, I did. I had some opinions on that movie. Oh, boy. Mm. It's, it's okay, <clears throat> but like, No. It, you know what I think about a lot of Pixar sequels? They're unnecessary. I didn't think Monsters U was necessary. I think all the Toy Story sequels are necessary. I didn't think 3 was necessary. Like, I don't think 4 is necessary, but I'd still watch it if there was a 60th Toy Story. But, yeah. I mean, and 3 I was the best one, so. We're not going to get into that right now. We've really We've spiraled off of, of Evolution 2. I mean, holy shit. But, nonetheless, I don't even care that this is where we're going, but... You know what else I haven't seen that makes... This is the one that, that, that people get stuck on the most. Oh. I've never seen The Lion King. Oh, it's okay, Kevin, because neither have I. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen The Lion King. The people I, that I, listen I, like, to this I are going to be so pissed. I, like, I, this is going to get me more heat than that Nikki Bella tweet. I don't care that there's another Lion movie. Lion King Me movie neither. I, I have care. no interest in seeing it whatsoever. Like I, 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 have, I haven't watched the new Aladdin. I've watched Aladdin years and years ago. But yeah, I've never, never watched saw the original Aladdin. Oh, no. <laughs> never saw Tarzan. Never saw Hercules. Oh, never you, saw... oh, no. I've seen Hercules. Oh, my God. I used to have a Hercules game on PlayStation 1. That was the hardest motherfucking game I've ever played. Oh, my God. Did that just... That the hours I used to spend on that game and that movie's fantastic. The music in Hercules, Tarzan's great too. Oh yeah, no. never seen. Him. Don't really care to see him either. Oh no, Kev. I'll, I'll agree with you on the Lion King. I've never watched it. I don't plan on watching it. I don't care. <laughs> no, me I don't either. care. Um, but other than that, my week this week, well, my last five days or so. Wait, I still have one more. We're oh. still two more. Th- <laughs> Fucking go for it. It's not like we're talking about wrestling anymore anyway. <laughs> no, this, it's become Josh and Kevin Reverb. Yeah, it has. Um, Harry Potter, what's your opinion? Um, It's fine. Oh. Why do you... <laughs> I am just a huge Harry Potter fan. Um, I don't, like, I don't, I haven't seen them all. <laughs> Oh, no. I've seen the first one. Like, like, let me see if I get the names right here. Um, the Philosopher's Stone is the first one, right? That's what they call it outside of the United States. That's the proper title, yes. We oh. call it the Sorcerer's Stone, but the Philosopher's Stone's the original title. Okay, so that. Then there's the Chamber of Secrets, which I've seen. Yep. Then there's the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I've yep. seen. Then I've seen the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. What's number five? Is number five the Half-Blood Prince? No, that's six. Oh, shit. What's number five? The Order of the Phoenix. I have never seen that one. I've never seen number six. And I've never seen, like, the last one. Oh, the last two movies are just, like, unbelievable. Yeah. um, The book's great. Like, the movies, though, just are Oh, I never read the books. The fuck? I'm not reading the books. I read all the books. Multiple times over. I've never... Oh, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. (laughs) No, me neither. Lord of the Rings seems boring as shit. It seems long, and, like, I know a lot of people will say, like, Star Wars is long, but I like Star not Wars. Not that long. It's not that long, is it? Well, the last, long the last Jedi Lord of the was, quite, was like, quite long. But um, it it's good. not like it's going for, like, 400 hours like the La- Lord of the Rings is. I've seen bits and pieces of the Lord of the Rings, but never enough to really piece anything together. Um, it, uh, 
Did you guys get the new Harry Potter game over in Australia yet? What new Harry Potter game? Well, you know how there was Pokemon Go? Yeah. Did you, did you, first of all, did you play Pokemon Go? Of course I played Pokemon Go. What the fuck? Of course I did. I ran around like a dumbass in my streets. Okay, good. Just making sure. They, they just came out with a game that is like Pokemon Go, but for Harry Potter. Oh, no, I did see something like that. I just haven't downloaded it. But I, I have seen it. It's fun. Uh, I definitely probably enjoy it more. You de- I definitely probably would enjoy it more because I'm a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. But, but I'm not I mean, the it's biggest the same Pokemon concept. fan. I'm not. But I still enjoyed that game. Oh, I wasn't like a huge Pokemon fan. I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. I was a Digimon guy. Wow, yeah, nerd. yeah, what a nerd! I I watched a bit of Yu-Gi-Oh though. Don't get me wrong, I loved a bit of Yu-Gi-Oh, but I was a Digimon love- guy. Yeah. That's fair. No, that's fair. I loved Yu-Gi-Oh though. That was my shit. Um, I think I had one more thing to say. Oh, have you read the Percy Jackson books? Is that like what the fuck is that? Oh, never mind. Let's just, let's just call, let's end the show. No, 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 no. What the fuck is that? Oh my god! It's like only like the it's only like the best shit ever. Uh, <laughs> Percy Jackson is about like this kid, the titular character Percy Jackson, who's just like he's like a New York teenager, and he discovers that his father is Poseidon, the god of the sea. Oh. And he goes to this camp where for all these kids that they have a they have a uh, a regular human parent and a god parent like a godly parent they're called demigods which is like a real term from Greek mythology and it's just so good but they butchered the movies so they made two movies and they're both terrible and it made me so upset. What's the movies called? Uh, the Lightning Thief and the Sea of Monsters. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, they're both terrible. Don't watch them. Okay. Um, what well, I was going to say... available over there. I recommend reading them. Well, yeah, they. I'm sure they would be. Um, no, no, Kevin, we don't get anything over here. We just play with sticks. Uh, honestly, sometimes I get that vibe. Mm, honestly, you can probably tell by my personality that I was very bored as a child. Um, but uh, speaking of bored, well, not being bored, I've had five days of pure just happiness playing crash team racing that's been my Good life night. that's been my fucking life the last few days is just playing crash team racing and just just living all of my dreams it's just amazing Fun fact, uh i haven't is crash team racing uh exclusive to ps4 no is it an x can i get it on xbox too yes you can get it on xbox yeah, the, the the superior console, sure. Oh man, are we really gonna go here? Because I'll fucking go there. PlayStation no. is so much better than Xboxes. Just so I don't much even better. play. I don't really play video games, so I don't have a dog in the fight. I just had an Xbox all my life. Well, I had a PS2, and then I switched to 360. Oh, PS2s. Uh, actually, no, you're the same as me. So I had a PlayStation 1, then a PlayStation 2, then I had a PS3 for like a hot minute, and then I got an Xbox 360, and then I got an Xbox One, and I had that for like a month, and then I got a PS4. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I, I can care less, like, same shit, honestly. Honestly, at the end of the day, yeah, but Crash Team Racing is where I'm at at the moment, is my life at the moment, it's like watching Raw while playing Crash Team Racing is kind of my my vibe that I'm throwing out to everybody. You want to know what console I still play more than anything to this day? What? Nintendo GameCube. I never owned a GameCube until later in life, and I really wish I owned it as a kid, because they are fun. That noise they make when they open I, no, oh, same, same. I didn't have I didn't have a GameCube until... Well, I had two runs with this GameCube. I had a run when I was like 11 or 12, and then my friend brought his over, and I just sort of kept it when I was like 17. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and we, I, play, I still play, you know, we play uh, Super Smash Bros. We play Mario Baseball, Mario Super Strikers. Ooh. Good shit. Oh, At man. school, we'd play Mario Kart. Oh, my God. Nintendo 64 is still, like, a go-to for me. I love a Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. Mario Party. That was, that oh. was, that was uh, yeah, right? That's what I was alluding to before is that the other night, Monday night for my birthday, went out to the bar. And one of the guys who, like, he's a regular there, and I know him pretty well, 
he brought a Nintendo 64 and hooked it up to the bar room oh TV. Oh my god, yes. That is like my dream, like drinks and Nintendo 64 yeah, at in an outside area with people that you do know and you don't know, so then you can get really mad at them when they beat yes, you in Mario Kart. That's based, that, that, that is exactly what it was, and it was amazing. We played oh Kart, God. which I'm not I'm not good at 64 Kart. I'm good at Mario uh, GameCube Kart. I don't know why. Oh. Seb, but that's funny because I'm pretty good at 64 Mario Kart, but I'm terrible at the Wii version. I had that on the Nintendo Wii, and oh my god, I was bad at it. Yeah, I haven't played the Wii version in a while. I think I was, I was like, fairly decent at it. Like, average, I'd say. But we played that, and we played Mario Tennis, which I am an absolute fiend at. Oh, I'm a beast at Mario Tennis. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love some Mario Tennis. Mario Party, Pokemon Stadium 2 is a game yes. where you always play the mini-games in that I... fucking game with bowling oh my god i love bo- all the pokemon games coliseum stadium stadium 2 snap did you, you know have po- did you ever play pokemon snap where you took pictures of the pokemon please tell no. me you did oh my god no. you throw apples at the pokemon and you got to get really good pictures and they rate them it's, it sounds really boring but it's so fun I was gonna say, that sounds kind of stupid it's so <laughs> fun you're in this little thing and you're on this little track and all these pokemon come out and you got to try and get the rare ones and take pictures and if they're like shit pictures the professor's like fuck off with these pictures but like if they're good he's like i'll give you these many coins and you're like fuck yeah and you unlock stages it's actually like Bowling. Anyone that's listening to this right now that used to play Pokemon Snap, tweet me at Josh Robinson Double Zero. Tweet me about Pokemon Snap because I will happily talk about that game for ages. And I, I want y'all to tweet me if you've read the Percy Jackson series of books. Yeah, do that. This is going. This has probably been the most off the cusp kind of just crazy. I'm not sure where this is kind of going. Episode of this show ever. But I'm not mad. And the funny thing is, we had a plan. A yeah. lot of times on this show, and I think we've said this before, a lot of times on this show, we go in without much of a plan. We just wing it. Yeah. And it always works out well. This show, we had a concrete plan in place. We, we executed that plan, and now we went off the walls. Yeah, we just went. We did talk about wrestling. Of course, we talked about stomping grounds. We talked about evolution, evolution 2. We got that in there. We got our shit in there. Please let us know what you think of our card for Evolution or our individual cards, I guess you would say. Um, please let us know about that. And talk to us about Pixar movies and, and whatever or tweet us whatever, video games. We'll talk to anything you. we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, or anything. We'll talk about anything, really. That's, I'm literally down to talk about anything. I love to talk. I can't wait until the show drops. My Twitter's going to blow up. Yeah, we'll just have everyone tweeting at us. And... In defense of my tweet with Nikki Bella, I stand by you, Nikki and Bree. You do you, okay? You do you. I know they're listening right now because obviously they do. They're big fans. They're big fans of the program. Yeah, well, um, you know, their podcast isn't amazing, so they've got to listen to something better. Um, <laughs> boom! Um, Snap. Damn. Nah, I'm very big fans of those ladies, so I don't really care. But... Nonetheless, this has been a crazy episode of Wrestling Reverb, or Josh and Kevin Reverb, really. It's been kind of everywhere, but I'm not mad. If this is where this show is kind of heading to, I'm not fucking mad. Right here on Brain Buster Radio, of course. But, uh, Kevin, thank you for this week. I needed a good chat. I've had a bit of a shitty couple of weeks. I haven't been... My luck has been out on a lot of things, let's put it that way. But I needed this nice chat about anything. Always here always here for you, buddy. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Echoes is a, a complete... The sentiment is completely echoed, of course. Um, but uh, until next time... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phones, hold the phones. Next week what? is the G1 week on Brain Buster Radio. Now, as everyone knows, I am not the most proficient person when it comes to anything outside of WWE too much. Well, anything in New Japan, I'm not really um, the, the smartest person. I don't really know what I'm talking about. So next week, for the G1 week on Wrestling Wrestling Reverb's part, Kevin will be taking control of this. Kevin's going to be the main man for this because I'm just going to kind of sit here and pop in my little uh, 
sentiment when I need to, but I don't think I'll really have too much to add, which is fine. I get a little bit of a rest for a week. Kevin's doing all the heavy lifting. Um, so, I, listen, we'll get out a plan. We, I'm sure Kevin will think of something to do for the G1 week. Yeah, no I, just pressure. Think, I just think of an idea. Crap. Yeah, you're doing all the... You're doing all you're the ideas, man. You're everything next week. You'll be taking control, taking the reins, taking the hosting spot from me next week. So good fucking luck with that. But um, Kevin will do a fantastic job, I'm sure. And if not, um, in two weeks' time, we'll have a new co-host on Wrestling Reverb. So that's exciting. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, like... wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, ooh, you should be going No. I, I completely missed the context there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, your dad just went straight over the top of your head. Wow. My Good bad. stuff, I'm, Kevin. I'm doing like – I'm, you know, I'm watching a baseball. I just got a notification from Bumble. It said I'm nicer than – I'm smoother than fine wine. Oh. Gassing me up. That's one person's opinion. Um, it, It's an app's opinion, Josh, which means it's <laughs> multitudes of people behind the app. <laughs> Uh, a robot told you you're smooth. <laughs> Good work. Um, yeah, well... Oh! 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 I nearly forgot. I, I made sure that I had to put this in here at, at some point. So, people are probably... You're probably going to be very surprised about this, Kevin. So, I had Got a little it. bit of a... I was bored. a couple, Not last night, the night before. And I was like, just, you know... You know when you go into a hole on the internet and you just keep clicking and you're like, you do a nice Google deep dive, if you will, and you just yeah, end up absolutely. somewhere. So somehow I ended up doing some like personality quizzes and, you know, different things. And I was like, I don't know why I'm wasting my time doing this. But one come across, it was like, I wouldn't have clicked it if I wasn't talking to all of you guys in the Brain Buster team and just very, um, a lot of my... Uh, Twitter following is not from Australia. So I took a how Australian are you quiz? Because I was like, how Australian am I? Because last year I've kind of been going through and like, I am, I've got a thick accent apparently. I'm very Australian, blah, 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 blah. So I took a uh, how Australian are you quiz. I'm 45% Australian. <laughs> I know you're nothing. A, you're a you're a fraud? I'm not even halfway Australian, apparently. I'm a fraud. I don't know anything about this country. I got so many questions wrong. I got so many answers wrong, it's not even funny. Like, I Jesus. got so much shit wrong that I'm like, I have no idea what that means. There's a lot of terms in there that I was like, I've never, ever heard of that term, ever. 45% Damn. Australian. So, from your lovely fake Australian friend, I'm not even a real Australian, apparently. Yeah, yeah, damn, you damn, you liar. Yeah, apparently I'm just one big massive liar. Maybe I should just turn it up now, just be completely Australian all the bloody time. But anyway, on that note, from your fake Australian, Josh, and your, I guess, one, are you 100% real American? Is, is that I am say? a real American. Nice, nice. Yep. We will catch you for the G1 week next week on Wrestling Reverb. Thanks for hanging out, everyone. Peace out. Let the animals-